with our restaurants, we actually send them reports saying how much they've saved based on what has come back and what we've actually seen come back to us. Hello. Thank you so much for hitting play on another episode of Earth Care. Or hey, maybe this is your first time checking out Earth Care, in which case, welcome. I'm Sarah Christie, the host of Earth Care, the interview series that is 100% for the environment. All the interviews are bite-sized and are meant to take us down a new path introduce us to a new option when it comes to protecting our planet. So with that being said, today we're on our way to Guelph, Ontario to meet Jackie Hutchings, the co-founder of the reusable takeout container program, Friendlier. Jackie and Kaylee, best friends who collectively decided they don't want to live in a world where the climate crisis is not a priority. With that, they created a reusable takeout container program. So in less than a year of operation, They had over 50 businesses offering their customers eco-friendly alternatives to the takeout packaging that we normally see. Jackie joins EarthCare to talk about how a reusable takeout container program works. But she also does a deep dive into the waste that's generated from food packaging. For example, did you know black plastic can't be recycled? Yeah, Jackie explains why. Plus, she's going to share how we can encourage our favorite restaurants to start participating in reusable takeout container programs. Jackie Hutchings, co-founder of Friendlier. It is such a pleasure to have you on EarthCare. I know we've connected over social media, but it's so nice to just put a face to the name of something that is just so important, like a reusable takeout container program. Can we, okay, I want to start with a really neat story that you share on your website because it kind of gives us a behind the scenes look at how Friendlier was created. What does Sweden have to do with Friendlier? Yeah, so my co-founder Kaylee and I, um, we went to school together at the University of Waterloo. And in our third year of chemical engineering, we we had the opportunity to travel across the world to Sweden. Um, And we lived there for four months where we were studying and traveling around. And it was just such an eye-opening experience for the both of us. Um, We were exposed to a culture of minimalism and a culture of, I don't know, people who actually cared not just about the environment, but they were just very aware of, you know, the actions that they were taking and the impact that they had. So, you know, everyone you met was conscious of the fact that they wanted to, you know, recycle. There was really good sorting um, capacities in all of the buildings you went to, like the garbages were all very clearly segregated and everyone did it. Like if you threw a bottle in the garbage, like people would notice. What a dream. Yeah. And everyone was so aware of it. And, you know, environmentalism and sustainability and for that to them, it was just ingrained in their being. Like they just, everyone was aware of it. And it was just such an a really cool and eye-opening experience. It was my first time really like acknowledging the fact like that sustainability is super important and it there's no reason that it shouldn't be ingrained in us. There's no reason that we shouldn't care for the environment on an everyday basis. Um, so that kind of just sparked this fire in us and it led us to think, why can't we be like that in North America? Why are we so so stuck on this linear economy where we're we're making things, we're throwing them out and convenience is everything, you know, we're always in a rush. So it really made us question a lot of the ways that we do things over here in North America and try and come up with a system that was, um, you know, just as convenient, but better for the planet and kept the planet in mind behind everything we do. 
That is so cool because it also shows, well, it can be done, right? You're seeing this society that is doing something and, and they're functioning. You know, you think about all the things that you could be taking from your vacation. Like I would buy shot glasses in the airport and like you have a whole business thanks to your trip. That's <laughs> That's so cool. Now, uh, from that friendlier, the reusable takeout container program was born. And um, thankfully, I think over the past year, I've started to see similar uh, businesses pop up in surrounding cities, you know, cities across Ontario. For anyone who doesn't know, how does a reusable takeout container program work? We like to relate our reusable takeout container program to the beer store. Um, when you get your takeout, you just pay a 50 cent deposit or a dollar on the cost of the meal. And so that just allows you to get the container. You can use it. Um, you can reuse it at home, rinse it out. And when you're finished with it, you bring it back to any of our participating locations. So it could be the restaurant that you got it at. It could be, you know, the one that's just down the street from you, wherever is most convenient. And you can see all of our locations on our app or on our website. First, you scan it using our free mobile app, or you can head to our website and enter in the code there. And that just allows us to give the deposit back to you. Um, and then you just drop it in a collection bin. So you just walk in the door, there's a bright blue bin, it's impossible to miss, drop it in there and you're good to go. We collect them all back. We also scan them just to make sure you actually returned it. And, um, and then we wash them and we have a commercial dishwasher that kills 99.999% of all bacteria and viruses. And they get packaged up and sold back to the restaurants where they can get reused over and over again. So instead of throwing it in your garbage, where it would go sit in a landfill or maybe get recycled, but food packaging rarely does, um, it gets brought back to us and we use it again. And so instead of buying a brand new container every time, these restaurants are actually buying reused containers and no one knows the difference. Right. Now that you mentioned something that I definitely want to dive into. Uh, regular takeout containers rarely get recycled. Now that is so mind blowing to me. I mean, it, it isn't, it isn't, it isn't. And I say it's mind blowing because if you look at your takeout containers, it almost always has the recyclable symbol on there, the number, whatever recycle number it, it's associated with, but it sounds like that means nothing. Now what's, what's that about? Why isn't it getting recycled? Yeah, there's a couple of different points to that. Um, the first thing is something that's very misleading that um, was introduced a long time ago by some plastics companies, but that that recycle symbol on the bottom actually does not mean it's recyclable at, at all. It just want, It's just there to tell you what type of plastic it is. And so there are some types that are recyclable and then there's some that are not. And, and so that number dictates, you know, whether or not it's gonna get recycled or if it's not. Um, and it really varies based on municipality. So some, some municipalities will accept certain types of plastics and some won't because the way the whole plastics recycling works is someone has to buy the material from that from the, um, the recycler. And so if nobody wants to buy it, they're not gonna recycle it. Um, so things like, for example, styrofoam, it theoretically can get recycled, but it's such a cheap material to make the first time that people don't wanna buy a reused or recycled one. They'd rather just make it fresh it's actually cheaper to make it fresh. Um, so that's one complicated piece of it. Yeah. There's also lots of different complications that come in with food packaging specifically. So if you look at a black plastic container, for example, um, it's made out of a plastic that's 100% recyclable. But when it gets to those municipal sorting facilities, they use a camera that can't see black. So the, because they're on a black belt, there's a, the camera that they use to sort everything 
actually can't pick up the black plastic. So they just throw it in the landfill. That's why those can't be recycled. Every coffee lid, basically. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly why it's, it seems so like what, but, um, some, and some municipalities have figured it out. I know in Guelph, um, they can recycle it. And I believe what they did is they swapped out the belt for a red belt. So they can see black, but they can't see red. Gotcha. Okay. And then things like the paper containers are often quite, um, they either have a wax liner, which makes them very difficult to recycle, or if they're contaminated with food or any grease or oils, that makes them um, hard to recycle as well. So they often end up in landfill as well. So this is why we have these reusable takeout container programs. Now, can you, I mean, that was definitely a good starting point, but can you speak to just like how much waste does is created and generated from just regular takeout programs? I read something on your website, pretty baffling that, uh, takeout containers have surpassed cigarette butts as one of the most littered items. Food packaging is a huge one. I mean, it's a huge source of waste, especially in the household. Um, For paper packaging alone, 3 billion trees are cut down every year. So that's a forest the size of the entire UK that's cut down just for paper packaging, which is just crazy to think about. Um, it's, It's a huge issue, but, and the issue really stems from the idea of the linear economy, where we're taking these resources, we're changing them into something, we use it once for like, you know, five minutes, and then we throw it away. And then it gets thrown into garbage, and then it has to be taken somewhere to actually go sit in a landfill. And we're pulling these resources, we're throwing them into the landfill. In Ontario alone, we're going to run out of landfill space in the next 12 years. And that's relying on the fact that we ship a whole lot of our garbage to the States. If we don't, then it's, it's much shorter than that as well. Wow. Wow. There's just so much to take in. And also so many little points that are like, why wouldn't I go support a restaurant that (laughs) offers these reusable takeout container programs? Now, with that being said, maybe we have a favorite restaurant. I was really fortunate. I don't live in KW anymore, but I did. And when I did almost all of my favorite restaurants, used your services and it was amazing. So I was very fortunate to experience that and see how seamless the process is. But if we have a favorite restaurant that isn't there yet, what, how is this going to benefit them? What can we, like, how can we help nudge them in the direction of partnering with a reusable takeout container program? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think first just telling them that you're, you would want something like this is key. A lot of restaurants don't know if this is something that people want and they don't know that, you know, that's the way that the world is moving. Um, but we've heard from many of our restaurants that because they offer this program, they're getting new people coming and trying out their restaurant because they are so excited about this reuse option. And now because people have our containers and they have to bring them back, they're actually coming back a lot more frequently. So you have people who are not only trying your restaurant for the first time, but they're coming back and bringing back the container and ordering the food again, it just, it's an increase in, you know, people driving to your restaurant. So it's, it's really, really, it's a great program for, for the businesses themselves and just the amount of food that they're putting out. But then you're also saving the planet and you're helping to reduce wastes at the same time. And so with our restaurants, we actually send them reports saying how much they've saved based on what has come back and what we've actually seen come back to us. Oh, so, I love that. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's really exciting to see each restaurant grow month after month, how much they've actually saved. That's so neat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now this is probably an obvious question based on everything we just talked about, but you know, in your opinion, what is the importance for us as a customer of doing exactly that, looking out for restaurants that offer these eco-friendly alternatives, um, especially, you know, this is friendlier is new ish. It's over a year old now. Um, when, when was the birthday? So we, we launched with our first restaurant on November 6th. That was kind of our first, first real restaurant. Awesome. Okay. And look at what you've done since then. So what is the importance of us as a customer looking out for restaurants that have these options? It's so important. It just shows that this is something that people want. And the more that people are asking for something, the more that people go out of their way to request some, a service that's better. It, it shows restaurants that, yeah, this is worth my investment. It's worth my time to even entertain these conversations. And it's worth it for my brand because if nobody wants something, then, then they're not going to do it. But as soon as you see lots of people who are like, Hey, I really care about this. Like I want to reduce some waste and this is a really easy way to do it. Now these restaurants put value to it and they think that it's, it's going to be worth it for them as a business. So, um, you know, restaurants are under a lot of fire right now. It's, it's a really tough time for them. And by supporting them and showing them that you appreciate the work that they're doing during these times to help care for the planet, when there's so many other things to worry about, it just, it's like you showing that you care about it too. And that, you know, you're supporting them during these difficult times. It was such a pleasure chatting with you and having you on Earth Care. And I am uh, so grateful as a customer that you were able to go to Sweden and take all of that back here and create Friendlier. Thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome. Thank you so much for listening to that episode of Earth Care. Don't forget, you can also find these full interviews on YouTube. You just have to search Sarah Christie, my name, plus Earth Care. They're the same interviews, just with some visual goodies to go along with them. You can subscribe to Earth Care here with this podcast or on YouTube or, hey, both. You do you. Plus, we can also connect on Instagram at Earth Care Show. If you have an idea for an episode, there's something that you want to learn more about or are simply just interested in taking care of our Earth, Let's chat.